Hey everybody, this is Brian Bird from Red Pill and Chill, and this is just a quick response to today's October 13th, 2020 confirmation hearings of Judge Amy Coney Barrett, who's trying to be Justice Amy Coney Barrett. And I'd like to address the elephant in the room, and that is Roe versus Wade. Obviously, anytime you're going to be looking at a Supreme Court justice, and it is a Republican nominating that Supreme Court justice, you are going to hear questions from the left, questions from the Democrat as to Roe versus Wade, and for good reason. Roe versus Wade was a disgrace. It was a decision that was not based in any law. It was a decision that was sole judicial activism at its worst. And it created, vis-a-vis the 14th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, it created a right to privacy. Now, this was an implied right, not an express right in the Constitution, because certainly there never was any right to privacy. This was created by Justice Blackman in writing this terrible opinion, and it is the height of intellectual dishonesty. Roe v. Wade solely was about abortion. It was about whether a state can limit a woman's access to abortion. And clearly the answer to that question is yes. You don't have to be pro-life to come to this same answer. There never was a right to privacy. It was created Ironically, that same privacy is the privacy that we are willingly giving up all across the nation in every state you can imagine. We're seeing it in the UK. We're seeing it in Europe. People are giving up their right to privacy for everything. After 9-11 and the Patriot Act, we willingly gave up our right to privacy. Presumably it was created by Roe versus Wade. We gave it up. We gave it up. We allowed ourselves to be tracked, traced, photographed, videotaped, everything. Right now, the only right to privacy that exists is the one created by Justice Blackman in Roe v. Wade, and then further adopted and affirmed in Planned Parenthood v. Casey. Now, why was this done? It was done solely because of politics. Politics got in the way, as it always does, and that's the decision we got to. And what did it cause? It caused a complete destruction, erosion, whatever you want to call it, in the issue of states' rights. Now, the states could not legislate on abortion within the first three months wasn't allowed. If you had a state of the most conservative people, let's say Utah, where abortion is absolutely looked down upon, it's hated, you couldn't do it. But guess what? The other way around, in the absence of federal legislation of a national right to life, we also cannot do that to them. That is what a state's right is about. Until a federal law preempts it, a state should have the authority to govern themselves and the people should have the authority to make those decisions. So if Roe versus Wade is rightfully overturned, and it should, and it needs to be, that does not mean that all abortion is banned nationwide. Far from it. That would actually send it back to where it belongs, which is with the states, unless there was a national right-to-life bill passed, which is very hard to believe in, these, in the modern politics that we have, but it's possible with a rising Hispanic population that is majorly, majorly pro-life. So ladies and gentlemen, when you're hearing all of these arguments about Roe versus Wade, it does not address specifically the a federal ban on abortion. Roe versus Wade precludes states from prohibiting a woman's right to have an abortion. It is a decision that was based in no legal precedent. It was the height of intellectual dishonesty, and it was the beginning of the end of the state's rights movement, as I've said before. So... The issue comes, will Justice Amy Coney Barrett, and I will call her Justice Amy Coney Barrett because she will be confirmed. I think even wishy-washy mittens, Mitt Romney, 
will be voting for her. The issue is, how will she vote on the issue of Roe versus Wade? Well, the answer is, yes, the Democrats are right. Judge Amy Coney Barrett will almost certainly vote to repeal Roe versus Wade. But she'll do it based on originalist and textualist principles. She will do it not just out of her personal disdain for abortion, which I have no doubt that she will. She will do it because it is the right legal decision. And also, when this happens, we must be consistent. We must be consistent that a state still has that right in the absence of a federal statute that preempts it. Because consistency is how we can win the hearts and minds of people. We have an election. My fellow patriots, it's not just about you going to the polls, because I have no doubt that you will. It's about getting all of those that you know leans towards Trump or likes President Trump to make sure they get there. Because a lot of people do sit out. Last time, we actually heard that almost 20% of those who showed up to Donald Trump's rallies, they didn't vote. Now, whether or not you believe those polls or not, even if half of those didn't vote, that is a huge number of people that we left on the table. In Pennsylvania, there were 2.2 million working-class whites that never voted. We, the only way we win this election is we need to turn out our voting block. We need to turn out our people. I'm in Florida. I'm doing the best I can to whip people up. Because guess what? If we lose, we could lose everything. We're talking about the right to privacy, one that doesn't exist. Well, the Democrats support that, one that never existed. But they certainly don't support the Second Amendment. What's been lost in all of this is if you actually go on Vice President Biden's website, he has the most radical anti-gun agenda that has ever been put forth by any Democratic candidate for U.S. president, ever, by a mile. We're talking about national firearms registrations or buybacks, if you're not willing to do that. We're talking about banning of all high-capacity magazines. We're talking about limiting the number of firearms that you can have. Yes, you have a firearm collection over 100? Well, give us 95. Give us 97. Because you know what? That's too much for you. Because if you have five, you're somehow less likely to go out and kill somebody than if you have 100. That's the most ridiculous, intellectually dishonest argument they can make. But guess what? They make it anyway. This is all a joke. So, everybody, I look forward to seeing the rest of the Amy Coney Barrett confirmation hearings and her ultimate confirmation and her rise to the U.S. Supreme Court. And I look forward to a great victory on November 3rd. Please get everybody out to vote. Thank you, and God bless you. Red Pill and Chill is produced by the Freedom First Press. Hosted by Brian Bird and Holly Ray Smith. Audio produced by Norman Crenshaw. Executive producer, Jared Crenshaw. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Parlor at Freedom First Press. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at Freedom First Press. For more information and news, check out our website at freedomfirstpress.com and subscribe to this podcast. Thank you for listening. Copyright Freedom First Press 2020.